Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Cullen on Film. You can catch us here at Facebook Live, also um, Cullen on Film on YouTube and SoundCloud. So check those out. And today we have a film teacher forum guest show, and we start out with you, James. Hi, uh, my name is James Dowd. I'm a video production teacher at Northern Burlington High School. been doing that for about 14 years, and uh, really excited to be on the pod, CJ. So thanks for the invite. Yeah. Chris? Your mic hey, I'm Corey. I'm I'm, uh, I'm the sister to Chris or CJ because uh, I teach Middletown South, and he teaches Middletown North. And uh, oddly enough, we both went to the other school. So uh, yeah. I've been teaching film production there for six or seven years, and then before that, I was at Warren Hills out in Warren County. And Lou, and uh, my name is Louis Libitz, a digital film instructor over at the East Brunswick Tech School of the Arts, and I've been over there now for going on seven years. Wow. I'm, I guess I'm the, the the one with the least amount <laughs> going on. What I don't even know. Do you know, Chris? I don't even know. It's like year three, I think. But during this, it's like year four, five, six. I don't know. This whole thing is crazy. So, up oh, your 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 voice is gone. Sorry. There the first was a half year, I think, for you. Like it was, it was yeah. every other day. Right? Every other day. That was weird. Yeah, and then it was, it was also that year you were in my classroom. Yeah, every day. Whatever, you know, yeah, it was very odd. I was a I was a para uh, at, at South for a year, and they gave you like an hour break and and said like, "Here's your lunch break. You're not getting paid." So I was like, "Can I come in your room?" <laughs> yeah. Yes, because you would, you know, you I don't know if you were editing, but like, yeah, you know, they have kids like ask you questions and all that kind of thing. So, yeah. um, but the best part is that I could go to the bathroom. <laughs> That's, that's like that's the worst part. You guys have that trouble. Like, I can never leave. I can never run to the bathroom. Yep. 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 <laughs> that's the only good thing about the quarantine. You can go to the bathroom. I'm going to the bathroom now. Yeah. <laughs> whenever you want, you can eat whenever you want. You can go to the bathroom whenever you okay. want. It's great. So, okay. how are you guys dealing with this new way? Is uh, uh, this new way of quarantine teaching film TV? How are you dealing with it? As my lawnmower my, man comes every time I'm on, he comes by. I'll start. I mean, uh, the distance learning has been, uh, it's been challenging, you know, because uh, a buddy of mine said, you know, it's, it's kind of the, uh, the worst parts of teaching without the best parts. You know, it's kind of just sending and grading assignments and, and you know, giving feedback, but it's none of that, you know, um, person to person. It's none of that seeing the kids sort of evolution. It's none of the give it in your hands on cameras kind of thing. So that's really the most fun part about teaching, especially this stuff is, you know, getting your hands on cameras and, and having the kids kind of get that light bulb moment and see them edit and see, you know, their development. Um, and I think that's what I miss the most, really. It's just it's just the kids every day. Yeah. What about you, Chris? How are you handling it? Uh, I, I don't really like it. Obviously, yeah. uh, obviously, I think it's pretty much across the board. Any film teacher or any teacher, for that matter, I've spoken to doesn't really dig it. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's interesting because the, our last day at school – there were some kids who had cameras and some who didn't. Mm -hmm. And I said to them, actually, I saw this coming. So I said the day before, like, do you want to, if you want equipment, take it. And their kids, like, you know, their kids are like, ah, I might take it, whatever. And they didn't. And now they're, they're upset because they're, they're, I'm making them make a film, but yeah, I got four really cameras out. I got four cameras out. I'm like, how do I get them back? Yeah. You got to <laughs> hope they come back. Yeah. I don't get it. What about you, Lewis? Uh, I think, you know, as as you guys have been saying, I think the thing for us is really the critique that's that's been struggling. It's really hard to critique the work. Uh, for us, right when we were leaving, we were like, uh, you know, 
running through the wall uh, for our film festival because we have our film festival next week. Um, we're going to actually do it on uh, YouTube Live. Yeah, premiere. So um, we went back about a month ago and I just gave out as much as a gear we possibly could, rolling out computers and laptops. Um, but it's been a struggle to try to get them all to get them in. And it's hard with the critique because we're saying like, you know, change this, oh, there might be a glitch here or you misspelled this name in the credits or, you know, to get them to kind of export them out faster. It's been a, a challenge. Um, and, you know, most of the students are having some difficulties with the uh, online experience. And Lou, you said it too. I mean, uh, watching, screening the films is always like, the best part, you know, because yeah. the kids get to show it off to their friends and their, and their, and their, uh, you know, the kids in class getting the feedback, you know, making them laugh when you want them to laugh, making them scared when you want them to be scared. Like there's something to be said for that, like in, you know, in-house experience of watching it, you know, watching your creation with the people and getting the, getting that instant feedback, you know, it's, it's, it's tough. What about it the Huh? What about the online? Like now they're all online. So uh, you guys submitted to a bunch of festivals, and now they're coming back to you. Oh, we're going to do it online. Or, or some of them yeah. pushed back though. Um, yeah. So like you know the kids that are seniors this year, and then like these festivals are not till November or October next year. Yeah, so. if they even happen. And two, one of the things that I miss, like this is film festival season, right? Mm -hmm. So you go and you like I'll see Lou or I'll see Chris or see yeah. whoever, and it's like hey, you know catching up. And not having to do it virtually and and also i don't know i think there's 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 more passive viewing of virtual film festivals versus being in a in a room or in a theater where you're kind of like you're really paying attention a lot more uh it, and and just kind of like like i know whenever lou and i are at the same things we kind of like you know like oh i wish i did that or that was awesome or this or that yeah all right let's do a photo up uh except <laughs> you know because otherwise we're not teaching. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I miss I miss that, you know. And especially this year for me, I'm sure it's the same for you guys. Actually, I know it's the same for you, Chris. Yeah. Um, like you have Yasmin, who yeah. I would say is probably one of your top students. She's so a show. She's kind of, she's interviewing as uh, an actress later today. Oh, okay. So, program. So okay, cool. so for me, for me, I have like, uh, you know, I have Vic Pater, who has like been with me for four years and like, you know, killing it. And I feel bad because, you know, she missed the second half of the year, basically. Yeah. But, you know, and I know Lou's got, you know, ton of ton of kids. Well, they're all they're always with you for four years, right, Lou? Yeah, yeah. We we our program's a four year program, so the audition to get into the program and our school of the arts. Um, so yeah, we have luckily have them for four years. And is that the same for you, James? So yeah, we have um, we have three different levels. So very often we'll get, you know, obviously the kids who, you know, do well on level one, go on to two. And then those who really have a passion for it, take it for three. Uh, and then we have seniors that kind of help out in the classroom um, their senior year or they can they can wait a year and take everything. Um, but, you know, when you have those kids who have taken it for three or four years, um, you really see their maturate, uh, maturation. You really see their uh, their skills get better, you know, and, and that's the best part is kind of like being there for them. Um, because at the end, you're kind of like, you're ready, you know, let's do it. You know, I, I, I'm, I've, I've shown you everything, all my tricks. I've shown you everything I can yeah. show you. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm really excited, too, when they come back and they show me stuff or they email me links. It's like, that's awesome, you know, that, that, that they have that, that passion. Yeah. They, we were like half, half the kids were like halfway done with their films. And then, pff, that, you know, so a lot of them are still sitting. And one kid told me today because I had a little thing and they're like, it's like, yeah, I think my film's like on the computer in school. <laughs> like, great. 
<laughs> Telling me that well, now. They'll have to release the Snyder Cut, you know? That's <laughs> it. That's it. That's right. Yeah. Well, that's what one of my, one of my students kind of did that in a way. He like he had a Star Wars thing, and it was short, but he had all this footage, and we had two days left to film, and it didn't happen. So he he kind of he put like a fifth. I, I told him just keep it as the short short, but he made it like fifteen minutes long, and it's very good. And then he has like blocks like we missed this, this, the little storyline, but it actually turned out pretty good. But I was like, man, fifteen minutes, it's tough. That's a long it's student cool. film. That yeah. is. But the the short version, which I, I released anyway to festivals, is going all over the place. And he's like, I want the full version. I'm like, I don't think it's getting in anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Not for 15 minutes. I don't know. Well, that's that's a trick too, right? I mean, I don't want to say a trick, but if you have a really long film and, and you're a film festival, yeah. you have one 15-minute film or you have three five-minute films from three different people, you know, you want to give – usually, I would think, you want to give um, three people more opportunity to, to more people. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that's unless, unless it's very, very good, yeah. right? Yeah. But how often is that? You know, I mean, yeah, you know, like, I, I know there's some people who said that, like, oh, I, I, I give it two minutes and then I'm done or whatever. But yeah, there, there are know. some like people they send me like 40, 40 minute films. I'm like, really? Right. Yeah. Well, in class, minutes. in class, you know, I'll set the parameters of time limit for maybe it's a short film or it's a commercial or whatever it is. I'll say, look, you can have your director's cut. <laughs> but the one I want to screen on screening day has to be this long. <laughs> just just for, you know, th like you said, to be able to screen all of them, be able to screen more, um, you know, because the kids, they get they fall in love with their projects. And for them, it's like it's theirs. So they don't want to cut anything out. And it's, no. you know, it's about, you know, getting that, you know, trimming the fat. Just let, let's get to it. Let's get to the most important stuff. So yeah. always so a always, That's right. So always say less is more, right? Yeah. I just tell them I like the short ones. Make it short. <laughs> short and well, sweet. The film's always going to tell you what it wants to be, right? On the timeline. Yeah. It's like molding <laughs> that piece of sculpture, you know? My favorite time of year is the one-minute shorts we do. One minute. That's it. Do it. 60 seconds. Great. <laughs> My favorite ones. That's right. <laughs> so, uh, Chris, I was going to say, this is one thing I've kind of noticed ever since – all of us have been teaching and I know you've been involved in, in film festivals for a long time. I feel like there's now there's so many opportunities for students. And I, when I say now, I mean, let last 10 years yeah. for students to show work that I don't remember in college having this many places to show. And I know some people don't like having so many venues, but I think that that's a really good thing. Sorry. My son's having a tantrum right now. <laughs> uh, but would you, would you agree with that? Yeah. I think there's a lot, a lot of opportunity for them and chances. And then they go to these festivals and you never know someone they'll meet somebody like you're talking about Yasmin. She, she met somebody at, at this festival. She did a documentary and then she started working for him. I didn't even know this. she's like working for this director doing all this stuff. She's like, Oh yeah. I'm like mentoring. This guy's my mentor. I'm like, okay, pretty cool stuff. And then, well, uh, and it turned her, she's, she's going to film school. So she's well, going to Montclair film school. Okay. Nice. Yeah. What about you guys? Have any students that like uh, are going to film school, college, who like weren't going to or do something else that kind of changed? Yeah, we have um, one of our students, Maria Martinez. She just got one of the uh, art uh, merit scholarships at uh, SVA, so she's going there in the fall. We have a couple of students at Montclair. 
uh, once students have MICA. And we have some that do the community college route, like Brookdale Community College, Mercer Community College, Union County. Um, yeah, so we, we've gotten a couple. I mean, but when we when we they get to seniors, it's about roughly anywhere from eight students to 10 students that we have. I think in the public school where like we're thought of, of <laughs> not way up there and to get people to turn into film and TV and all that stuff. It, it was, well, for me, for only doing it for three years, it's pretty like proud moments when they, yeah. when they say, oh, I'm going to film school. I got in. I don't know what, what you guys think about that. But. Absolutely. I think I think that's the thing is if you're a parent, um, you always hear that thing. Well, what are they, what are they really going to do? And it's like, well, you can make money doing yeah. this. It's just a matter of you have to be really good. And you have to be, um, you have to have the work ethic. And I think that's one of the most important things because we do, it's funny, we have kids come back and they talk on Wednesdays, kind of like similar stuff to what you do, Chris, um, but we have a guest speaker. And so last two weeks have been kids who I had years ago and now they're working, they're either in college or the workplace, whatever. And they're saying they go to college and they're like, their peers have not been prepared they haven't even handled a camera. Like they don't, they don't yep. understand. They just, they just go into it right then and there. You're like, I'm going to be a director. Cause I'm saying I'm going to be a director or whatever. But yeah. You, one, one of the best compliments I got was from a former graduate. She says, you know, everybody wants to be on my production team. Cause I know what I'm doing. <laughs> That's great. You know, I mean, I, you know, she knows premiere or she knew final cut or whatever it yeah. was. So it's yeah. good that we prep them. And then when they get there, like you said, they're not just there to say that they're like they know the stuff and they're ready. So they're ahead of the game, right? So they can now really concentrate more on those concepts. For sure, we you should, know they got their getting, basics down. We should be getting kickbacks from the colleges. Uh, yeah, that's, that's it. I was going to say, look, we're athletes. Athlete. Montclair is becoming more of a Middletown, former Middletown. Like a lot of kids from the Middletown, South or North, are going there now. So it's like, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's it's really funny to me. Because I think um, I, I Canon scholarships, Adobe uh, scholarships. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, too, they, they were talking like if you have a terminal degree, too, are you better off going into high school with that terminal degree? Or are you better off, you know, adjuncting at a college and making nothing and go, going insane? I, you know, I, there's times I really want to teach college, but I don't want to get paid that college salary. You know, yeah, not at the adjunct level. Yeah. Yeah. But it would be kind of cool to be able to teach one class at night or something like that. If, have you guys any done that, any of that? I, like, yeah, I've, I've been teaching as an adjunct since 2003. So oh, wow. two years ago, I just did my 25th class. Wow. And it was, uh, it's, it's, it's fun. But when you have this full-time gig, as we all have, and we know the hours and, yeah. and, and dedication, you know, we don't stop at 3.30, right? It's, it's constant after hours, after school, editing. I mean, even just for this, uh, our uh, quarantine uh, online instruction. So, uh, you know, when you're dragon and you need that third cup of coffee to get through the class from seven to ten it uh <laughs> it can take its toll on you that's for sure yeah i'm yeah. sure i've done some adjunct work like at ramapo william patterson monmouth uh some online classes um like you said it's it's tough like it's you get out of, you get out of one job and then you you hit home maybe you grab a bite and then you're off and doing it again yeah. for three more hours and then and then when you leave you're wired again right because you don't want to have to go to bed right away so that next day is a little a little challenging um, but it's it's cool to get those different perspectives too because um, you get a little more freedom uh, with the college kids uh, especially at night I taught a couple courses at uh, at Holy Family um, so you know 
you can kind of set them up for a project, let them do their thing, have them come back and, and just kind of facilitate, you know, what they need to do. Yeah. Do, yeah. do you think, do you find, so I, I never taught at the college level, but I was a graduate assistant when I was at Montclair. So it's kind of like teaching, but it's not quite the same thing. Do you find you have more loyalty? I say loyalty, but I don't, maybe you should have better words. Um, but like, like you're a mentor, right? When you're in high school and they kind of buy into your thing. Whereas at college, especially if you're an adjunct, it's kind of hard because you're, you're not seeing them every day and maybe they have their own ideas. Do you, do you find that to be the case or? Yeah, absolutely. I think um, on the college level, you only see them once half the time. If you're only teaching that one class, you'll never see them again. I mean, we see these, our students every day, right? Yeah. Almost 24 seven, some of us two, three, four years or every other day. So, I mean, you know, to see that and then we have that kind of, you know, relationship. It's, 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 it's a powerful thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think that the, uh, the idea of mentoring, I've been, for whatever reason, that's been on my mind a lot lately. And just like, if, if you, I never had a mentor in college as far, I mean, I had one person, but they were there for a year and then they left. And I think if you have someone who can kind of show you the route or a route, it just really, it really helps you either see what you want to do or the fact that you don't want to do it in which case you're saving money too. It's funny. I, I sometimes have kids who are great in class and they, they don't want to tell me they're not going to film school. And I'm like, I don't do what you want to do. Yeah, do what you want to do. Yeah. yeah. But it doesn't hurt. Like, like there was a girl say, I think, you know, Sage, uh, CJ, mm-hmm. she was going to, she went to U, U Penn. She was the salutatorian of our, of her class 2018. Yeah. She's like, I, I'm not going for film. I'm going for political science. Yet she somehow fell into working on campus as an editor and a producer and all this kind of stuff. So it's kind of like, it can't hurt. So make political documentaries. Exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, the, the, uh, the girl who's the uh, anchor for our new show, um, you know, kind of took video, didn't really know, really, you know, has fallen in love with it and done a great job, but she, you know, she wants to be an EMT. She wants to work, you know, maybe volunteer firefighter. And I, I, I said, that's great. You know, whatever you want, whatever your passion is, that's great. She ended up shooting a really great video for the, for the fire company she works for. So it's like, you're using these skills. So yeah. I, I don't take offense. I, I hope you use them for whatever you want to do. Um, you know, I hope I was there to help you kind of learn these things. But like you said, anything that they, you support whatever they want to do. Um, you're just kind of there to kind of, you know, build their confidence and show them some skills that they can use, whether it's, you know, on the amateur level or, or even when they move on. Yeah. Yasmin was telling me that she's doing film in college, but she's also going to either minor or double major in like uh, science. She wants to work. She wants to make films for National Geographic. I'm like, do that. Do it. Hire hire me. (laughs) I'll work. Yeah, that's our goal. So that's what she's going for. She wants to work for National Geographic and make videos. Great. Yeah. It's funny. We were talking about that on the speaker who was in on uh, on Wednesday. He, He works at CNN. And but that was his dream job, and and he ended up saying to the kids, he's like, whatever you do, don't go through HR. He's like, go, go to LinkedIn, and find get some work for them, and just see if you could send them a reel or whatever. And it's like, wow. you know, I mean, that, that's the cool thing to me too is like when you have students who, either in class, like you, you know, we're supposed to be the experts, but we don't know everything, right? And so there's a kid who comes out and they say, why don't you do it this way? Like, oh, okay, so now I learned something. Or kids who go out into the real world and then bring something back, which is is pretty awesome too. Yeah, as long as they show up to my funeral. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good mantra. That's a good mantra. 
Oh, uh, I'm, I'm sure I won't see half these kids ever again. <laughs> and I forget it. Oh man. But, uh, it's you know it's it's a lot of work but it's been a lot of fun i know you guys are talking about doing uh you know college classes and stuff and i'm like i actually my mother came the other day she's like why don't you do that why don't you adjunct i'm like i don't have time to go to the bathroom (laughs) (laughs) how am i gonna do that i'm a little busy right now so well too i mean what what in in monmouth county there's what there's brookdale and then there's monmouth university and you're you're not going to be getting paid that much money no no right so. so i could deliver pizzas and make it the same <laughs> and yeah, i i've been asked like all this time they're like you want to you know like because you know we're teaching to do that my buddy uh owns a pizza place like you want to deliver i'm like i got a new car there's no way <laughs> there's no way i've ruined cars delivering pizzas we've all been there that's for sure <laughs> and, I, and i did it a couple i did it when i was uh you know working over at south of you you know at night i was delivering like crazy I loved it. I, it was, you know, relaxing. I, you know, it, it was fine. It was a lot of extra cash, so I didn't mind doing it at all. Right. But uh, then, that when once I got a new car, though, and they're like, "Yeah, can you do it?" And I'm like, "Yeah, there's no way. It's not. It's not worth the money for me now." Right. <laughs> so. Yeah, I always tell kids that I'm, you know, if they if they get on my nerves, I tell them, well, that I have a job interview at Whole Foods the next day, you know, because I think that's in my blood to work in a supermarket. <laughs> A lot of students, actually, um, from what I heard, are a lot of the ones that are 18 are working like 16, or 60 hours a week at like Whole Foods and things like that. So taking yeah. all the jobs from um, older people, they can they can work it. So yeah. that's been happening a lot in our town. Like uh, a few people, teachers have been out there and like they've seen all these kids working. They're like, yeah, I'm working like 60 hours. I'm like, well, that's why you're not handing any work. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and you go in with a mask. This happened to me Saturday. You go in with a mask for something, and they recognize your voice. I'm like, oh, I knew it was you. That's yeah, why I, you got you got to live out of district. That's right. I, I do that for years, and this is the first time I didn't. So now I'm like in the thick of it. So they can only see my eyes when I go out there. I had the whole mask <laughs> here, and the hat. Like it's just this. So. <clears throat> CJ, the hat's a dead giveaway, man. Yeah, yeah. If I wear this yeah. hat. They know. You know that logo. <laughs> I wear this hat. A couple of my other hats, though, I'll throw them on if I go out there. So people, yeah, yeah. Cause I always get that second look. They're like, Oh, shared universe. Yeah. So, so Lou, you've been talking about doing your, uh, your, your festivals next week. Mm-hmm. Like, what has that been like transitioning? I know you, you talked a little bit about this like privately, but what was that? Are you at least at the home stretch? We are. Um, so we have about 50 films that we're going to be showing for all the four years. Um, it's a, it's just, you know, and it's some of the work that are like some of just assignments, not just the concepts that they're working on. So it would be maybe the stop motion assignment. So, you know, our students are always working on either narratives, documentaries, experimental or stop motion or, you know, animation. So it was a challenge because the thing was to kind of have them finish their work because once they walk in the door in September, that's the goal, the film festival in May, that's our goal. Try to get as much stuff in as we possibly can besides all the lectures and everything. So they get all the films. It's been a challenge, but we 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 got it done. And um, thank, uh, you know, thank our lucky stars that our admin was very supportive um, with us going back and getting the gear to the students and sending out the laptops and you know having them finish their films. And, you know, not only just for the underclassmen, but mostly most importantly for those seniors. You know, that were this was the last hurrah, their last film festival. And it's as you guys know, it's a big community. It's a beautiful community, right? That that energy that we have at those things. It's like something that you can't, you know put in a bottle, right? So uh, 
you know, what we did, we're doing something really cool and really special this time around. Normally we do like an Oscar type awards for the students. Um, and what we did was we reached out to all the alumni the past six years. So they're going to present the award. So we got them all to hand in a cell phone video. So we're editing it together as we speak. Hmm. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll be ready to go. Uh, Monday we'll be having a link out. Nice. James, are you doing a, a festival online at all or, or just? No, um, you know, and I think you guys uh, all know like, you know, our, our community gets to see the the events that we do for the school, you know, like the concerts, the sporting events, graduation, stuff like that. But we have so many really awesome, like creative stuff that the kids do. And we don't always, you know, get clearances for that kind of stuff because it's just in in class stuff. So um, it's it's sad when you don't get that closure, Lou, like you were saying you, for your seniors, they get to experience that. Um I think I think that when the kids come back, for those who do come back in September, hopefully they'll have a uh, a new appreciation <laughs> for school and being back and being with you know the teachers that really care and and uh, their classmates. But um, there's no film fest for us, you know, virtually uh, this year. Uh, we'll we'll be you know doing the circuit. You know, CJ will be seeing yeah. you hopefully uh, at at you know the the um, Hoyts and and Brightside and you know doing the local ones and we'll see where they go from there. But um, I really miss I really miss just kind of like being with the kids and seeing their evolution. Yeah, we're going to hopefully have a bright side this August. That's a hope. Um, I'm figuring new ways to do it just in case um, if we're like allowed certain people in room, we might go longer days, 40 minute sets, like and they would like every few feet or, you know, people in there and, and just keep rotating for about four, four or five days. Something yeah. like that. Something different. Yeah. Lou, you're you're actually Brightside. Well, Brightside's in Jersey City, but you, Lou, yeah. you live in Jersey City. Yeah. Oh, how is it? Yeah, how is it there? How far? Yeah. Far away. Say, far away from me from where to the school? Um, no, no, to Brightside. Oh, uh, ten minutes. Even. <laughs> I mean, I could literally catapult myself downtown. So, it's <laughs> <laughs> getting the old catapult. Just go, <laughs> just be right over there. But so yeah. that's what you've been working on in the quarantine, Lou, is a catapult. Yeah, that's just, cool, just working on that old, you know, our old uh, medieval, <laughs> medieval ways of travel. <laughs> is there but, any, is there any open space there where you could do like an outdoor thing in the summer? Mm, not really there unfortunately they just had the sidewalk and a lot of people in the neighborhood that would probably frown upon it okay that's the thing that's interesting too i mean i'm i'm really digging i don't know if you i would assume all you guys are too is this new uh revival of the drive-in i can't wait it's incredible and i think chris do you know this one is a driving coming supposed to be here open now or about to on 35 no, I didn't hear about that. I heard about it like a month ago, and then nothing since. I heard something about Ocean County, and I think yeah, Lou County. was on the call, but I don't, I don't know anything about Middletown. I well, know um, Ocean County, but uh, like by me, I'm in Ocean Eatontown. Well, I'm in Eatontown, but Ocean's down the road here. Okay, right but down the road, the Ocean Township. Yeah, there's a couple okay. of festivals. I think the uh, Lighthouse, the Lighthouse International Film Festival, they're doing theirs all drive-in. I might just go do it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, driving. He. The last thing I heard is that some's virtual and some's the driving, but I don't know. Okay, they're advertising it as drive-in. Yeah. Yeah. Shame on me. I've never actually been to a drive-in movie. Either ever. Never. Kid, I was. Yeah, kid, I was. I know. So now, now's the time, right? I mean, if there's any time to do it, now is it, right? So. If there is one around, I'm going because I've never been. Well, that that's Chris. That's one thing I was thinking about. Um, cause we were talking, I, I, oh, know, yeah. like, yes. students, I'm like, yeah. how are we going to do our film festival? 
because you know we do it virtually or whatever but but um one of the ideas was like what if you did it at and i don't think they would go for it but what if you did it at brookdale and you sent the audio signal through their radio station to the card yeah that would be pretty cool but i think they closed the campus so i don't i don't know and i don't basically i talked to my my principal today and he was like yeah you're not going to be doing anything like that at least related to school so well, with know. our fest, you know, I, whatever films were done, I just I put together and it was about 45 minutes long. I got some semi celebrity people I know to do some intro stuff to surprise mm-hmm. everybody. And I threw it together and it's it's on our YouTube and it's got like 400 hits. So I was happy. Mm-hmm. And you did that in April now. Yeah, April. OK, oh, just, I was right when we started. Wow. I wanted I needed, I just wanted something to get done, something out there. Just so, you know, right. so I did it quickly. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, I'm, I'm still waiting. Like, I ended up getting. Of course, it's Vic again. Yeah. She, like, she was late getting her film together because she had AP testing, and then she's like, "Well, uh, I'm changing my idea. I saw a dead bird. I'm going to make a film about a dead bird." So I'm like, "All right, whatever." So eight hours later, she ends up with a rough cut, and it's like really cool, yeah. experimental. Lewis, mm-hmm. uh, dead bird. A little narrative, but Lou always busts my chops about experimental. <laughs> it's not so. Um, but it's yeah, it's just like cool, like weird, almost Maya Darren-ish, but not as not as crazy visually. I just had a feeling a lot of students would not make films over this, and there's only a select few that would. And I was right. I was right because we don't have anything new. (laughs) I their their films for me are due today, but the my expectation was like let's just see if something happens, and and a lot of them are having problems, like because they're their footage gets stuck in the cloud or they're editing on their phone, which, you know, you can't really do. So, yeah. and, just, and with our grading policy, it's really changes every day. <laughs> yeah. It's, well, basically as long as if you get a 65 between a 65 and a 90, you end up with a 90. That's my understanding. Yes. And they don't want any, I, I'm not quite sure exactly how the whole thing works, but, in that scenario, as far as being lenient with your grading, you could actually give them an honest grade, probably. Yep. If in other words, they can't, oh, you got a seventy-five on this, mm-hmm. but don't worry because yeah. the end grade's going to be up. And and two, it's like you know, it's a collaborative art, and these guys can't—they're working by themselves. So, yeah, let's say a brother or sister. Have your students felt that it's hard to do it by themselves? Oh yeah. Um, um I, I I checked my email at like one fifty-seven. When you texted me, I'm like, give me three minutes. And they're all like, we need extra time. We need extra time. It's like, all right, fine. Just make sure you fill out your attendance form for today. Because what, I, a, what about you guys, your students? Do they feel like it's really hard to win it by themselves? I think in the beginning when they didn't have the software um, and, and the cameras, um, when what we did was right when we started the quarantine, we did like a little mini film festival that we just shared unlisted to the students. So we called it the Outbreak Film Fest. So uh, it wasn't quarantine films, it was just regular films. What they, what can they do and how can they be resourceful? You know, using whatever, whatever kind of uh, editing software, as uh, Chris was saying, on the cell phone. Uh, then you started seeing Adobe started posting some things. Final Cut was now free. Logic started to become free. So if they had Apple laptops or something, they were able to put something together. But uh, the ones who work in a film crew situation, yeah, it's, it's, it was totally difficult. Plus, you couldn't go anywhere, right? You were, you were locked down. And, and that, 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 was, uh, that was very, very challenging. I couldn't yeah. even make a video 
by myself on my phone. <laughs> I kept dropping the phone. I was trying to do a video for the kids and say, like, congratulations, 2020. I kept dropping it. It was getting all, like, foggy here because it's hot. And I got one light. And then I turned that light on. And it was, like, shining on my head. And it was, it was ridiculous. I couldn't. Like, I need one more person. CJ, <laughs> uh, a floor fan and some gaff tape will do wonders. Yeah, you, I was going to say, you did it. Yeah, I yeah. Trying, I, just, I was like, I was like, you did it. How can I not do this? It's driving I, me. Nuts. Yeah, I t I taped a phone to a <laughs> to a fan, but um, you know, like you said, a lot of the kids have their phones. They have cameras. They have 4K cameras in their pockets, but they don't yeah. all have the software. They don't have Adobe yeah. Creative Cloud or Final Cut or whatever. So that's really the the challenge because you know they can shoot stuff, but without the editing, it, it, it's a movie's yeah. not a movie unless it's an you know edited really, um, unless it's experimental, but. Um, it's it's certainly been tough. So a lot of a lot of the work I've been given is really just like <laughs> view and review and critique, just to keep things equitable. Because I don't know every single kid's situation, what they have, hardware wise, software wise, phone wise. Um, so it's been tough. But I, I tried to use this because this came with my one little round light. You put the cell phone in here, but um, I'm not good at it. <laughs> <laughs> It kept going like I put it in and it hits the record button right away. So it was recording the whole time and you just hear me cursing and like what's going on. <laughs> and I and it won't let you turn it off. It's just rolling. And then so then I moved it so that I could press the button because it, it automatically <laughs> like it it that top there, it just comes down and it hits the record button. But I don't know. I gotta learn how to do it, but um, I, I'm not good on cell phones. Yeah. I'm not good. I'm the work well, selfie yeah. person. It's funny you talk about like cell phones, right? I I didn't edit it, but I went out for a drive like a couple weeks in, and I went to by by your house at Fort Monmouth, mm -hmm. and like it, that's a great location. Did it's, you see me running? <laughs> I didn't, <laughs> but it's running around. And do you guys know Fort Monmouth? Are you familiar? Yeah, with it? Uh -uh. Well, yeah it's nice, nice to film over here. Yeah, yeah, it's like a, it's like an old army base. Yeah. And I don't know if they still, I think they have a few schools or something that moved in, but they have a movie theater. They have like a jail, all this stuff that's not being used. And it would be like an awesome, like they should make it into a studio or something. I, I I've been saying that for five years. Like okay. when they're like saying Tribeca doing this and De Niro and all that. And Miramax was trying, I was like, uh, right here, right here. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like the army, the, the army, the uh, Brooklyn Naval Yard. Yeah. It's the same yeah. thing right here. Yeah, and if you had yeah. to, like, because you have all this stuff, I think up by in Secaucus, and I think in um, East Rutherford, you have a couple of studios and 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 uh, the old Izod Center, I guess. Yeah, they uh, keep growing. They're growing now. Yeah, but but why not have something down the shore? It gives you a different vibe. If you need to head out to Sandy Hook and shoot, or you know, it's just a different environment. You know, yeah. that would be really cool. But I don't know if they're going to do that. So if you guys find the financing, let me know, man. I'll be yeah. there. <laughs> I was make it, about if I won the lottery, I'm making a studio right here. I live can, right uh, outside the door. It could be our own Hill Valley down there, right? We'll just change cool. some of the storefronts and we'll be good. <laughs> I showed these kids, it, cool. these guys online that do these, these shorts for YouTube and stuff. And there was this awesome one where they got to go to Universal and they filmed on the lot. We're back to the future with the whole oh, thing. Yeah. It, the, all the young guys that are filming going, this is amazing. <laughs> And even the kids watching be like, hey, that's so cool. How can we do that? Because they gave them 20 grand to do it. That's why right. they can do it. Yeah. <laughs> right. And but, Gremlins, too. Gremlins is on that back lot. Is it? Yeah. Same I, uh, same locale. Wow. 
but it, it was just so cool to see the behind the scenes and see that and see the clock tower there. I'm like, no, I wanna, yeah. why can't we do that? <laughs> yeah, and especially, especially now, like this would be the perfect time if you had something in your back pocket because their content has not been created and people are going to start, I guess they're feeling it now. And they, if they are, if they're not going to feel it in the summer, you know, it'd be great if you like Tarantino, what he did reservoir dogs. And they said, do you have any more scripts? And I think he had, was it true romance or was it true romance? Yeah. Cause yeah, true he, romance. he just sold it as a writer. Yeah. yeah. It was like here. And then he had, what was the other one? Uh, oh, damn it. Oliver Stone directed it, but it was uh, natural born killers. Yeah. yeah. Killers, yeah, and apparently he hated it, like he wanted his name taken off a bit or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Like the movie, no? Wow, yeah. that's a great movie. There were so many great movies that I think it, we're probably all in the same age bracket, mostly. Like, just I remember going to Middletown movies and seeing Pulp Fiction for two dollars, like over and over and over again. Like, you go once a week, probably so yeah. times. It's great, stuff, man. So yeah. today, uh, today they just it's on TV. <laughs> Right oh, now, God. or Netflix or on demand or whatever. Yeah. And and a lot of TV shows are turning into these films now, like Ozark. You ever see that? It's like watching movies, yeah. like mm -hmm. all these shows now. It's crazy. It's like, remember back in the day when we were younger, if you were a TV star, you were a TV star. If you were a movie star, you were a movie star. Yeah. And if you went to TV, you know, your career was over okay. in the movies, but it's completely different, you know? Or you knew you had to, you knew you had a paycheck. Yeah. <laughs> Or like you know, they they had to redeem themselves, do some TV, get big again, and then go back to the movies. It's the way it was. But now it's like they all want to do TV. Yeah, but also I mean, think about that. You talk about that timeline of how the early two thousands, like it was all not everything, but it was a lot of reality television. But you had the seeds of great, great shows like The Wire and Sopranos, um, and Lost and stuff like that. And now, like yeah, I don't know for me, like Better Call Saul. Breaking Bad, you know, those those types of shows are just like phenomenal. They're just like miniseries movies and they cut them up and they put them out there and they're so well done. And you know, well, you, mentioned, you mentioned the abandoned uh, Fort Monmouth as a great location. I know uh, not not that long ago, Zack Snyder was down in AC. He was shooting a, a sequel of Dawn of the Dead. He, he, he used the showboat casino. Um, and I they was set, there. Yeah, they set <laughs> the movie. It's supposed to take place in Las Vegas, but you know, you're in a casino. You're in a casino. You know, you can say it takes place on the moon. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. Um, so they used that space to shoot. I forget the name of the the new of the dead movie, but uh, it's just super cool to see, like you know, big time productions like in yeah. Jersey. Yeah, that was um, Dave, Dave Batista was in it because yes. we we, the horror con was going on, and they had to be moved upstairs. So we, I was at the horror con and we had to go to the second floor because they're doing a movie downstairs. So every, and they, they had all the, they were covering it up with all these uh, sheets and stuff and everyone's peeking in, seeing if they could see everyone filming because they were filming, they were doing it. And every so often you just uh, walk around and you see someone from the film. Is that going in theaters? Netflix. Netflix. Wow. Oh, oh really? Very cool. Were there noise issues? Like with people like coming up, was that an issue or was it just like? I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure it was. I'm sure they, they were complaining both ways. Like the, the fest was complaining that because they were supposed to have the floor, but they moved them because they're like, oh, no, they just gave us $100 million. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, like, a great thing. Like when you're on set, whatever the set is, and you're shooting something and you, the, some of the actor gets it right. And then there's a big loud noise. Happens all the time. But I, I know Charlie Sheen was at that one, and he apparently had a party going on. <laughs> I don't believe you. I don't yeah. believe you. That's crazy. 
No, he was actually staying. They, I heard the story. He was staying at the showboat, but they ocean ocean next door, the ocean, whatever it is. They found out it was Charlie Sheen, so they gave him an entire floor. Wow. I like nice. here. I have a floor. Nice. Charlie Sheen didn't make it back the next day. <laughs> <laughs> you, wait, are you saying CJ, CJ Cullen doesn't have that kind of pool? He can just get a whole floor? No. Yeah. And one day. <laughs> give me a room that bigger than one bed. Yeah. One day. <laughs> Wait, so when was this? During was, the yeah, in the fall, right? In yeah. the fall. AJ Horicon? Horicon, yeah. You, you weren't there, Lou? I think so. Yeah, I was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had to go to the second floor. Yeah. Yeah, I always have a fun time there. There's always something crazy that happens. Every yeah. time I go, there's it, it you know, um, it is always weird stuff. So it just adds to the story every single time. I think that was the one where I met Leah Thompson and I, I couldn't talk and Ming, who's behind me here, he he was talking for me because I went, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> yeah. Leah, Leah, yeah, she's talking to me. She's like, "You're cute," and I'm like, ah! I, I, "I was waiting for the photo, and then uh, I was just supposed to go get for for Leah, and then I hear, get in here, butthead.'" And then oh, I go, yeah. and then both of them like, "Hey, I got a picture of both." <laughs> I got a picture with, with him, but I heard like I Ming went over to, to say hello, and yeah. I, I followed. I was there, and then uh, as we were leaving. <laughs> Um, and he was leaving at the time. It was like Friday night. There was like nobody there. So he's leaving for a minute. And um, and I go, hey, my buddy's coming tomorrow. We're going to take a picture with you. And he goes, all right, go ahead. And I was like, oh, my God. It's My childhood is complete. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. That was one of the coolest moments ever. It's funny, <laughs> it's funny you're talking about this because my son, last is he the last night or the other day, he's like uh, – yeah, I, I'm watching that that movie, uh, Back to the Future. Oh. That really cool guy who calls everyone butthead. <laughs> like, that's awesome. What an amazing movie! Now they're, they're doing like tours all over the place. They're at these cons all, constantly, yeah. all of them. Even Michael J. Fox goes to somebody. Yeah. Yeah. But Crispin Glover never. He said he'd never do it. Mm. So. We had a falling out right after the first one with the producers yeah. and stuff. Yeah. It's like they're the writer producer guy. He gets. He said he get Robert Zemeckis. He gets along with. I just heard something he was talking about. He's like, Robert Zemeckis did another film with him. He's fine with that. But he hates the, the writer producer. Bob like, Gill? Yeah, Bob Gill. Hates wow. him. Hmm. Hates him. He said, I will never do a thing for Back to the Future because of that guy. Hmm. Crazy, right? Yeah, but that's sad because like, that's the movie that put him on the map, right? That's yeah. the kind of movie that made him right. But a, that's, not, a that's, name. that's not his thing, though. He's like, you know, he's like an yeah. indie guy. He's, he's very, yeah. yeah. Remember very the, eccentric. Well, yeah, the yeah. turn into that because he kind of got blacklisted for a long time. Yeah, he's an artist too. He's got the artist mentality. Right? Yeah, when he, kicked, when he kicked Letterman in the face. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I can kick. Uh, he was so good, and, and he went <laughs> red. River's Edge. Remember that? River's yeah. Yeah. Edge. yeah. I mean, Edge. Honestly, like anything I've seen him in, like he was in the. Um, the Tim Burton, uh, Alice in Wonderland movies, right? Yes, I, he was he good. Was. Yeah, 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 yeah. Even even the Charlie's Angels, how bad those movies were. He was amazing. And yeah. he didn't even speak. <laughs> I think on the side, he does these handwritten books. Like books, I think he just writes them freehand and sells them. Or oh, he does I, have a book out about Back to the Future. I wonder if he wrote it that way. There's a book out about his experiences and what happened. Hmm. But... um. He's an interesting character. It's, it's too yeah. bad he wasn't on the rest, or you can't meet him at these things because mm. he'd be interesting. For sure. Yeah, that, <laughs> Maybe one day. That was one of those movies as a kid I remember going to see multiple times. Like it was just such a cool. It was. 
ride, man. That got me into all this. I, you know, Back to the Future was one of those films. I'd be like, I want to do this. So yeah. I, don't, I don't know what if that was for you guys or what film like kind of oh. brought you into doing all this. Mine was probably around that time, all those movies like Back to the Future. I kind of lied. I uh, for there was a book that um, uh, you know the the vacation movie National Lampoon's Vacation. Yeah, uh, I met the the woman who played the the daughter the um, the daughter, and uh, she was writing a book. So I, I came up with this whole like conversation for her book about like when I saw a Vacation for the first time made me want to make movies and stuff. And everyone there was like, "Wow, that was the coolest story." And I walk away, and my buddy go, "Yeah, I just made that up." <laughs> <laughs> But so for me, is there, is there a film yeah. for you guys? Apocalypse Now. I was nine years old and my my grandmother passed away. So my dad was kind of like, he was just kind of, you know, he's mourning. And so was his mom. And I'm like, can I watch this movie? It's a war movie. And he was like, yeah, whatever. Like he wasn't paying attention. So I remember watching it and I didn't know, because it's not really a war movie. It's like a descent into madness. And I just remember like, when they approach Kurtz's compound and there's everybody is in white, like that white body paint and the music, like I just didn't know what the hell was going on, but it was like, just like, and I'm not, I just, it's like the first time a movie had like a crazy effect on me that like was subconscious and I couldn't explain. What about you guys? Any, any movie particular? Dave, you want to go first? Sure. Like, I mean, I, I was a, uh, you know, <clears throat> I was an '80s baby, so my formative years, or teenage years, were in the '90s. So it was, it was the, uh, it was the Kevin Smith, the Robert Rodriguez, the Quentin Tarantino's that that whole scene, you know, in the in the mid '90s, of uh, <clears throat> you know, to a lesser extent, people like Richard Linklater or David Lynch, like just that whole indie sweep that came in, um, you know, just thinking like, wow, you know, if these guys are doing it, like, not that anybody can do it, because certainly you have to be super talented, but. Um, just to kind of see the different voices and the different ways, um, you know, reading Robert Rodriguez's book when I was, I don't know, 15, 16, a rebel without a crew, yep. um, you know, yep. seeing, seeing kind of like what he did and how he did, you know, watching, watching DVD commentaries. I know that makes me old, no, but like, yeah. you know, seeing, saying, you know, seeing people like, like, like your friend, uh, CJ, Kevin Smith saying, you know, I did this at night. I, I was working during the day and shooting this at night or you know, Robert Rodriguez saying, oh, I went to this town because my friend lived there and that's why we got to shoot all this stuff. So just kind of seeing that, that kind of like, you don't need $50 million, you know, like you can do this if you're passionate about it and you're good at it. And even if you're not good at it, just do it anyway, <laughs> you know, and figure it out as you go along. Yeah. So, um, yeah, just that whole scene really got me into it. What about you, Luz? When I've, Movies have been on in our household forever when we were kids. I have an older brother. I have a twin brother. So, I mean, I just remember all of us watching every Raiders of the Lost Stark film uh, from Star Wars. My dad was a massive Clint Eastwood fan. So The Good, The Bad, The Ugly was always on. Any old Turner Classic movies from Casablanca, Singing in the Rain, you know, all these films were always on. So we just were just always, always watching, watching, watching TV from all the different TV shows. So I would say that era and then what James said, I mean, Right when I was, you know, in that teenage years, first seeing Clerks and then seeing Robert Rodriguez and you know, you know, Quentin Tarantino, it just it was like, wow, we could this could be something. Could this be something that I could possibly want to get into and do for a living and have this passion? Because you know, for where we are, when we grew up, it was that you know, forty hours a week, you got to get that job with the benefits, like you know, you, that's what you need, and you never know, like you could actually make your dreams come true. And uh, you know, again, dedication and a passion to this. It's not easy, but we could we could do it. 
it's not easy. You just got to stick with it and, yeah. and do all the stuff and things happen. You never know. And, you gotta, and then you got to hope that a film teacher dies somewhere. So <laughs> that's, that's right. <laughs> right. That's right. Or, or leaves to make movies. You know what? <laughs> that is the point. The, like, you know, when you go into teaching, it's like it's somewhat secure, you know, compared to other things in film. For me, I remember working in production and one day just being like, I'm just so done with these 18 hour days. And two, mm -hmm. I was working like in TV, not film. Yeah. And, uh, and I, I was turning to someone and said, like, I want to teach. And it took me, I feel like it took me four years of interviews to get a teaching job. And just going to play, like now I think about back on it, going to a, an interview where someone's interviewing you and you're like, this person doesn't know what they're talking about. <laughs> like, you know, it's insane. I mean, even like Chris, I mean, you, it took you a while, right? Like to get gig at North. Yeah. Um, I, I apparently was, I, for me at South, I was at Warren Hills. I had tenure. I was fine. And it was completely filmed, no TV, which was great. But it was a three-hour commute, round trip, and uh, they interviewed me. They, they, I put an application in in May, and apparently they promised it to somebody else, supposedly. No. And no one called me until like mid-July, as like, oh, well, we just want you to come in for an interview. So I showed them all this work, and they were like, um, "Can you take the job?" Like they wanted me like really bad to take the job, but like, if they don't know what they're looking at, like it's really right. it's tough. I, I mean, it's like, I always forget this, like Lou, Lou's job. I interviewed for Lou's job before he had it and they went with somebody else and that didn't work out so well. <laughs> then Lou took the job. Yeah. Like it's just weird, you know, like yeah. it's, it's funny cause I don't feel like people know what they're looking for. Yeah. We're hiring this, for this position. It changes. It always changes. It seems. Yeah. It takes time. I mean, for a, Chris, it took me about three years to find a full-time position. And I was already in my 30s, constantly working adjunct work, uh, part, you know, working for a film festival part time and doing other odds and ends to make ends meet. So, you know, it, it's, it takes a long time to get that you know, position. So if any students are watching, you know, just be persistent and stick with it. You know, it, it, it'll happen. Yeah, it'll happen. What about you, James? That um, so I, I started well, I, very much like you, Chris, I was a um, teaching assistant. I was at William Patterson. I, I spread that into some adjunct work, and then um, and then I, I got a, a secondary ed job. <clears throat> but then the northern where I work now I was looking to start a program. And actually, my family is from you know central New Jersey, Mercer County, Burlington County. And uh, I went down there and I said, "This is where my family's from, and I would love to be a part of this and start this program." And um, they were on board, and they've been you know it's been awesome. It's been super supportive. Um, I think. You know, maybe 15 years ago, video production wasn't really – at some places it was was prevalent, but at other places it was like, what what is this, you know, kind of thing. Um, but the one, once the kids and the community and everybody was on board and the administration was on board, superintendent, everybody was, uh, you know, gung-ho about it. So we just went with it, man, and it's been awesome because just to see the growth – um, you know, started with just the classes. Now we have a, a YouTube channel with all of our uh, school events, you know, sporting events, graduation, all that stuff. So um, I remember when we had a head end unit and we were plugging into Comcast and Verizon and that's gone. You know, that was that was for about 10 years and now it's all it's all digital. It's all on demand. So um, it's been a fun ride and uh, it's exciting to kind of see the evolution. You know, we started with 
with the old Final Cut, like the six point whatever, and then transitioned over to the Adobe Suite, and now we're on Creative Cloud. So just kind of rolling with the punches and going with it. And it's crazy because I'm showing kids stuff that I didn't learn until I was in grad school. <laughs> and I'm showing it to 14-year-old kids, yeah. you know, freshmen, uh, you know, halfway through their freshman year. They're, they're, they're doing stuff I, I couldn't even imagine doing when I was even in college or in, in grad school. So it's, it's awesome. I didn't know Adobe until I was in his classroom. So, <laughs> <laughs> but, but isn't that the funny thing is I feel like whoever taught it before, like they didn't think there, there's that idea of, for me, the most important thing about teaching this is having a practical application for what is learned. Right. And so when you have a kid going out and showing their work, you know, like Chris, you know, we, we had the conversation about real girls, like that's an international thing, whether you get to go there or not, that's like, whoa, oh, you're putting our school on the map because you're doing these things. Even if, if, if the school is focused on athletics, at least it's showing like you, you have a strong, like creative end and all that kind of thing. So, I mean, that's, that's, it's the way it's being taught. I think it, and there's just, I think the right people are coming in or have come in in the last 10 years. And it's like, you know, like we all talk about, we all have different approaches. We all have different game, but whatever you do, you have to have game. Yeah. Now, that being said, you said, uh, James, do you know Chris Williams? Yeah, he was uh, one of my teachers and then later a colleague. So, um, great, great, great instructor. Um, he got his degree at, uh, at NYU, his yeah. master's, and uh, worked actually worked on a Spike Lee flick. Uh, I think it was Crooklyn, right, he worked on. And uh, yeah, Chris is great. I still talk to him. I still send him my student stuff. I still send him my my own stuff. Um, he's been he's been he was awesome when I was there as a, as a student, and even awesomer now. Like as sort of like you know, kind of the older statesman. You know, kind of just getting his feedback means a lot to me, because when I was a young person, you know, he was kind of there and he was kind of showing me the way. So yeah, I know Chris pretty well. So when we were talking about mentors, I said there was one guy, but then he left, and that was Chris. Oh, well, there you go. And Chris was hilarious because he would say stuff like, "There was some, you know, I was in college. I'm talking to this girl while we're doing it, like a like a exposure test, and this is outside." And he goes, "Chris, come here," because I'm Chris too. He goes, "Everyone's Chris." He's like, <laughs> he's like, "Listen, we're doing a test. If you're going to get her number, go back and make sure." <laughs> not <Nah>, thank you. <laughs> that's that sounds like him. Yeah. For sure. Always very like I can be kind of when I'm giving reviews, I can be a little harsh. He knows how to smooth out that harshness. You know, like there's a time like a second film, that's when I had him, it was like film two. Mm-hmm. And there's a part, you know, we're doing the moviola. I don't know if you guys did this, but like mm-hmm. I think it was moviola, uh, mm-hmm. where you actually hand crank it and look through the viewfinder. And um I screwed up and, and I have this guy who puts down a fishing pole like three times. He's supposed to do it once. And so I show it, and Chris is like, "That's genius. That's great, man." <laughs> I screwed up, but third week, and it's like, "Oh, yeah, thanks." Like, yeah. <laughs> well, I like to show him stuff, and then he'll he'll like pick my brain, like, "Oh, how long did you guys, you know, do this?" I'll say, "Oh, my kids shot this, you know, in an afternoon, or you know, two study halls, whatever." It's like that's awesome, you know. They shot. I tell my kids all the time. There's people out there. They're busting their butts harder than you. They're making movies in two hours. You guys, you know, you got to remember. There's people out there, and they're and they're doing everything they can. Right. Um, so it, it's cool to hear that kind of like either, you know, get the positive reinforcement, but also get his perspective. Cause he's at the college level. So like my kids, if I get a, a positive review from him, I'll say, Hey, I, you know, a buddy of mine or a colleague, you know, former colleague of mine, um, I saw, I showed him your film and he teaches that, uh, at a college and he went to NYU and, you know, he gave you these, these tips and these things that he really liked. And, 
you know, just to kind of get that perspective, I think means a lot to him. Yeah. I think he, the kids also like when we're at the festivals and like somebody that they they're like, Oh, well, that's an actor or something. And they just saw my film. And then that person comes up to them like, Oh, I loved your short. Right. You just see their faces like what? <laughs> like, you talk, you talk about Chris, where he's talking about like the positive, like turning a negative to a positive. He tells a story and he forgot it was me, but I went home for the weekend to shoot something. And I forgot the light meter. We're shooting 16 millimeter film. So I called my friend in Livingston and said, go outside and take a light meter reading. And so he gave us like whatever it was and I used it and it, and it worked. And so he was just like, that's hilarious because there's no way it should have worked. But <laughs> I think it was cloudy. So it was like, I, I don't forget what it was. <laughs> and well, something F11. That's funny. Well, uh, guys, if you want to promote anything before we go, and uh, if you want to go around and uh, just if you want to say some websites or where they could uh, see your stuff, I know we have YouTube pages, which we have to transfer over because YouTube is about to take ours down. Yes, yeah, so Lou, uh, you want to get on that? Yeah, I got to get on that. But it's things, I, I built this page up like crazy, but I think there's a way you could just transfer the whole thing over to another one. And I, I got to make sure I do it right because I don't want to lose anything. Yeah, but, uh, we should probably get on that day to do that. Yeah, I, I, I'm I, dreading I it. it. Yeah, I'm dreading it too. I don't want to, but uh, I guess we got to do it. I, uh, but it is what it is. But I don't want to lose that page. So uh, if you guys want to promote anything, we'll go around, James, if you want to start. and like, Sure. I mean, uh, you know, CJ, thanks for having me on the pod, man. Really excited about it. And thanks for always being supportive with the, with the Brightside and, uh, and, the, and the Hoyts Fest. Um, hopefully, you know, anybody can check out our Northern TV page on YouTube. Um, follow us on Twitter. Check out some of the cool things that we do for our community and our, the things that our kids do. And, you know, it's nice to meet both you other guys, Chris and, and Lou. Look forward to, you know, uh, you know kind of – Getting your feedback in the future. Hopefully, we'll run into each other at some fests. Or, they sometimes uh, go to Brightside. It's like either or this day or that day or this year or this one. <laughs> yeah, or, or maybe just on a future pod, man. So you guys, you guys had some great, great insight, great cool things to say. And uh, CJ, always a pleasure, man. Yeah. yeah. What about uh, you, Lewis? Uh, yeah, you could uh, to know more about our program. Uh, you can visit digitalfilmmcvts.com. Uh, and, you know, we're promoting our sixth real film festival, which is going to be on YouTube live premiere uh, Friday, June 5th at 6 p.m. You can go to YouTube.com slash digital film EV tech. Thank you, guys. Yeah. yeah. Lou, do you have a can you do a screen share on this of that to put it up or no? Yeah, Ming might be able to do that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. Oh, after, oh, after tech. OK. Well, yeah. you, can do, you can do it now live. I think he's uh, let's leave the live comments. He put some stuff up there for us. If you look in the live comments, you put up some your schools and the websites and stuff. So, yep, there's East Brunswick. Yeah, 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 cool. Okay, cool. So, yeah, what about yeah, you? I, I don't even know what there it is. <laughs> um, we're probably going to do something for a film. <laughs> I don't know what it's going to be. Oh. holding out for that drive-in idea but i don't know can't you just set up a, a we can do it like a blow-up screen in the south parking lot and just have giant speakers and like tell everyone at brush farms don't worry it's just movies and just blast it well i mean we could do that because we do there is a screen there is a screen in district mm -hmm. okay. so the blow up screen it's just a matter of whether they'll let us do it um i think the the main issue is we probably can't collect money and that it's also, which is fine, yeah. um, but bathrooms, I think that's the issue. <laughs> and that is an issue, yeah. yeah. But, I was at the yeah. school the other day. I'm like, can I use the bathroom? Am I allowed to use the bathroom? There was one. I had to run all the way down the hallway to use the one. 
Yeah. But uh, yeah, well, I mean, if anybody needs to get to me, you can go through CJ. I'm Chris Corey, Middletown High School South. I'm the sister school to Chris's uh, program. And, uh, you know, I'm always, I'm not always at the film festivals. I'd say I'm 75% at your film festivals because yes. right side in March, right. on my girl, uh, my girlfriend, doing uh, <laughs> my wife's. <laughs> she wouldn't uh, like that one. There you go. <laughs> That's where you go away with your girlfriend. What are you talking about? Chris, don't forget our New Jersey Young coming soon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and that's still up in the air, right? So yeah. Lou and it, I, um, you might do that online, right? You might have to do that online. Yeah. Yes. But Lou and I are uh, advisory board members of the Black Mariah Film Festival. Lou's been attached to it forever. Yeah. And under that umbrella, we are on the committee of New Jersey Young Filmmakers, which are accepting submissions through the end of June, I think. Yeah. Yeah. New Jersey Young Filmmakers, you can find it on Film Freeway. They're looking for submissions from people who are from New Jersey, right? Want to get yep. this right? High school and college. High school and college. And uh, the event usually is screened at the Edison Historic Site in um, West Orange, New Jersey. And it's it's it, it's awesome. Yeah. It's great. Great time. It's always yeah. a great time. Because everyone who judges it is really harsh. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like... Yeah, know, I've learned cool. that, or I've heard that, or seen that, or no, I went to one of the events. Right, it wasn't the official event, but it was one event that we went to Bigford theater. Yeah, well, they did it in the Bigford theater, and you and I are the only ones that showed up. Yeah, but the the one at West Orange is is uh, New Jersey Young Filmmakers is uh, mm -hmm. it's usually pretty well attended. You know. Yeah. So right. what you're saying is, if you make it through that, then you're top notch because it's gotten the it's gone through the ringer. You got Thomas Edison's approval. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> Now, if you show up and your name is Tesla, you got problems. Yeah, That's for it. sure. You always told me to submit. I finally West submitted two, two films. But <laughs> I, I don't know. I just I put it yeah, two. Yeah, I mean, it's tough. I mean, I've had stuff where I know, like, like we can't, if you're a high school teacher, you can't, you know, be part or, or know anything about, like, the judging for high school. You can be part of college and vice versa. But um, I've had someone come out of a thing saying, really? That film was terrible. Like, sorry. You know. It happens a yeah. lot. Mm -hmm. I'm used to it. <laughs> yeah, so, I'm um, used to it. Well, we have 182 films for Hang On To Your Shorts that's coming up in uh, September, so that would be fun. I don't might have to go online. Is, it, is that still open? No, that's been, we closed that a long time ago. We thought we were going to have it. So it's just sitting there. And uh, once I think I'll get back to doing stuff once school ends. Yeah. <laughs> but I, but there's no longer they're no longer accepting submissions because you have 180 some films. Yeah, right? I have the schedule. Okay. It's all picked. It was like like so many films this year. Okay. I, I don't even know if we'll get to do another year because we're kind of like overlapping, and then by the time we're not going to have enough films, and no one's making films, so there's all these film festivals are shutting down for a year because they're not getting films. Yeah. Then the people aren't making them. People aren't sending them. So, you know, even hang uh, bright side is pretty short right now. Um, than usual. We do have some, but um, it's it's lower than usual. Yeah. So we'll see. Well, then maybe that will, will be better because then we don't have as many films and we can spread people apart. Right. So it'll be interesting. We'll see. I really want to try and do it. It might be the first film festival back. I don't know. Yeah. Well, Chris, uh, CJ, I always yep. call you Chris. Thank yep. you so much for putting put, putting us on and me on. And, um, and also, I know like you've been badgering me to give you it on time so i'm really yeah. sorry about that like yeah. it took me a while but we were I, we were texting back and forth before this like man i'm tired 
but yeah. the, like this was good. This was great. Thank yeah, you. So awesome. Nice yeah. meeting you guys. Yeah, you I got another show coming up with uh, Yasmin's going to interview uh, this uh, uh, this girl uh, Clementine, who's uh, was in a short film that we found out that was out in L.A. A really cool film. So that's coming up next. Uh, CJ, just to tell Yasmin thanks for graduating because she's winning all the awards. Oh yeah, <laughs> none of us can. Yeah, yeah I know. Right? Thanks. <laughs> No, no, she, she's on a hot streak right now because she had like one or two films right at the end there and she's on a hot streak so yeah no sure her stuff has been fantastic so kudos yeah. you know kudos to you kudos to her the whole program man and, and thanks a nice person too yeah definitely so uh uh if anyone wants to tune in at four that will be here live and uh thanks for coming in and uh, that's all she wrote man thanks for coming and awesome show all right thanks yeah. guys later <laughs>